is uh, Matt Mosley. Good to be with you on this Friday. Cannot believe this thing has come and gone this week. And we've got lots to talk about. We've got a Cowboys game tonight. Cowboys uh, in the preseason. That'll get going. And then, uh, Aaron, just uh, right as we were coming on the air, I got some good news. Uh, someone, you know, a couple of members are going into the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame tomorrow night. And uh, this is very exciting. One of those is the uh, vice president of entertainment, the longtime vice president of uh, entertainment. His name is Chuck Morgan, and he's been doing it for a long time. You hear his voice. He introduces the players, and uh, really, really cool deal. And, uh, and of course, Adrian Beltre is going in the Hall of Fame as well. Well, I uh, Chuck – I uh, just heard from Chuck, and uh, Aaron, he'll be on with us at 3.20 today. All right? So we got some Cowboys talk at 3.40, and we got the Hall of Famer himself, Chuck Morgan, at 3.20. So that's um, that's exciting. Aaron, you've been going to Rangers games, I would assume, for many, many years, and you're very familiar with Chuck Morgan's voice. I have, and I am. I've, I've been going to uh, Rangers games my whole life, ever since the old Arlington Stadium so I've I've grown up with his voice and it's going to be it's going to be really cool to uh, get to talk to him Steve Bouchel Dean Palmer Juan Gonzalez uh it's uh it, it's you, you've heard it you've heard it before Aaron is that good did you did you feel like those sounded like Chuck a little bit Sure. <laughs> Hudge Rodriguez. All right. Uh, so that's uh, going to be really cool. And uh, what a celebration that will be. Chuck Morgan going into uh, the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame. And um, that has been, uh, I, I would say, I don't know, Aaron, if the dot race was his idea, but let's say he got to the party quickly. All right, the dot race. Aaron, you remember that as we grew up? I don't know if we were teenagers, whatever, the dot race. Who knows that? Anybody know when the dot race came about? 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Center text line. So this announcement came out, um, oh, around June 24th. And the stadium voice of the Texas Rangers going into the Hall of Fame. And, of course, the uh, pregame ceremony was set for August 14th. Well, it's now August 14th, and so that's going to be really cool. Chuck Morgan, and, he, again, he will join us in about 15 minutes. And, uh, Aaron, be rolling on that because I could see Tom Barfield will be excited about that guest as well. I could see uh, him wanting to use that as well. So we will uh, we will uh, be ready to, uh, to hear from Chuck Morgan and uh, – Man, there's, this, there's a lot of stories being written about him, so I think that's uh, I think that's a neat thing. Uh, I also wanted to talk about since we're on baseball, we'll talk some Cowboys football. Three forty, John Mashoda is going to be with us from the uh, from the Athletic covers the Cowboys, and we'll get his take on all of training camp and kind of what he saw and what stood out to him. He's he has a list on the Athletic of his top fifty quotes to come out and um, I think one of them is from the new uh, cornerback Kelvin Joseph boss man fat 
Uh, Aaron, I don't know how much uh, of a rap connoisseur you are, but the Cowboys rookie running back does have an alter ego, and uh, he is a rap artist. And so he, he the other day they brought him up in front of the team to do some freestyle rapping. And um, I, uh, Aaron, I, I, I hope that the Hard Knocks cameras caught this. All right, I'd like to see what Boss Man Fat, who started out at LSU for playing for Coach Aranda there, and then made his way to Kentucky, and then he was known as I can't remember Aaron. Uh, the there's like a niche, you know, like there's several letters involved, like K R D M V, uh, or five, there are four letters, D M K V Boss Man Fat is what he goes by. All right, and so. Uh, We'll we'll get to hopefully we'll get to sample some of that at some point, but we'll talk Cowboys at three forty. Chuck Morgan going into the Hall of Fame, that happens here in a few minutes, and we'll have him on at three twenty today. Last night was a special night for baseball, and I get it. I mean the Rangers have been horrible. I mean the fans have at least been back. We get to go all have that air conditioning. I mean that that part of that aspect has been nice. But, I mean, I, the, 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 the season, I'm just saying baseball, whether it be some of its punishments, what's going on with Trevor Bauer and some of the things he's been accused of right now, I would say this doesn't, hasn't felt like baseball's finest hour over the past year, year and a half. I mean, I, I think a lot of us still love baseball, but I think Major League Baseball is, when it comes to NBA, when it comes to uh, – the NFL and maybe even the NHL, Major League Baseball struggled a little bit. Okay, they fight with each other. They couldn't decide when they wanted to start their season or if they were going to have a season last year. They had an abbreviated season. But last night was really cool. And uh, I was fortunate enough to kind of watch it from the very start. I, I turned it on right at 6 o'clock and um, – and Aaron, I think you kind of caught up. Obviously, you don't get off the air till six o'clock, you and Tom. But hopefully, you kind of had it recorded a little bit or got to see via Twitter or social media the beginning of it. the uh, the The movie Field of Dreams is celebrating its. We're commemorating thirty years, nineteen eighty nine. I was still back in high school, Kaufman High School at the time. Remember the movie? Well, James Earl Jones. A young Kevin Costner. Um, I think Amy, I'm just trying to remember who played his wife in, in, in the film. Burt Lancaster was in it. But this is the 30th anniversary of Field of Dreams, the movie. And, I, I you know, I, I just feel like watching that, the start of that last night, the music, the theme music that was playing over the loudspeaker. Um, I know some people thought it was corny. I didn't mind. I didn't mind at all. I enjoyed watching it. And, uh, and out walking from the cornfields comes Kevin Costner. And Ke- Costner comes walking out there. By the way, we can hear you typing, Aaron. I don't know what you're typing. I, I hope it's something really exciting, but I can, I can hear a lot of typing in the background. But Costner comes walking out into th- from the cornfields, and the theme music is playing. And and then the, they, they, there was this special moment in the in the movie where where they realized, like, James Earl Jones was standing in front of the van after going to Fenway, 
uh, park. People that watch the movie will remember this, even if you haven't seen it in 30 years. And they realize that, yes, he saw something at that ballpark, what Costner saw. And Costner played a character named, was it Roy? I think his name was Roy in the film. And uh, anyway, it, 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 it was a really fun night last night. So the Major League Baseball set up and they built a field in the cornfields of Iowa. And they put up the fence and everything. And then, of course, as Costner walks out there, the players come walking out of the cornfield. The Major League Baseball players. Oh, my goodness. I, uh, I, I thought, uh, and, and then, of course, it was the Yankees and it was the White Sox. And, Aaron, was that not cool to see the White Sox in those old, I mean, it looked kind of almost like the old, uh, uh, the Black Sox, you know, the famous scandal of like 1919 or whenever that was. It, those were old, old school looking uniforms. But to see players from both teams come walking out of the cornfield, Aaron, I got to say, that was that was high drama, and for those nostalgic people like myself, that was pretty neat to watch, and I would say great moment for baseball. Yeah, the whole thing was just amazing. Uh, you talked about, you know, Major League Baseball not having the best last couple of years, but uh, I know it's kind of a trite metaphor, but they, they, they hit a home run last night. It was, it was great from beginning to end, it was especially – uh, you couldn't have scripted the the ending any better, the ending of the game with the walk-off home run. And just watching those home runs fly into the cornfield is one of the coolest things I've seen in a Major League Baseball game. And was it Tim Anderson that uh, hit the walk-off and the, the uh, fireworks went off? It was just – it was too good. I mean, they had the players stand there before the game and Costner gave a little speech and he said something about the – the, you know, the, golly, uh, did he say the American League or, or whatever, the division-leading Chicago White Sox? I, can you believe the White Sox are this good? I mean, I know they've gotten better over the years, but, man, they're actually really good. And then he said the mighty Yankees. And they're all standing out there. They tip their cap as they're introduced. Uh, you're right, Aaron. I mean, I, I can't say this year, especially because the Rangers are so bad and my Pirates are horrible. Um, I'm a big Pittsburgh Pirates fan. But watching that, the scenery, the I thought Fox did a beautiful job with the camera shots. I thought um, the crowd shots were great. The beginning, I mean, that could have been like the hokiest thing ever. And it sort of was. But Costner pulled it off because he's Costner. I mean, the man can act. Okay, he's had tough moments of his career. But the man, we've known about him for over 30 years now. Costner made one Oscar for uh, Academy Awards, maybe a few, for uh, Dance with Wolves. That was the year after. I think I looked that up yesterday. That was the year after um, the, uh, uh, the, you know, that, uh, I mean, what a, it was just so cool to watch. And, and then to, uh, to think back, Aaron, on that, uh, that, that moment that uh, filled the dreams that makes so many grown men cry. When uh, when his dad in that movie came out there and they uh, asked if they could have a have a catch. Now that's funny in itself, uh, Aaron, because the uh, 
some people think, you know, what you do with your dad, and what I, what I did with my dad in the backyard was, you know, you played catch. That's what you call it. You, let's go play catch. Um, apparently, the director of the film was very, very, like, over the top about it had to say, let's have a catch. Uh, apparently, that's almost like kind of an East Coast, or the n- people from the Northeast say, let's have a catch. And when Costner, who was from, I think, Southern California, or from the op, you know, he he at first did not like that phrase, but he went with it because apparently it was really important to the director to say, "Let's have a catch." Aaron, does that uh, do you get do you get choked up a little bit on that scene when you watch Field of Dreams? And by the way, when is the last when's the last time you actually watched the movie Field of Dreams? It's been a while. It, it's been a while. Um, probably close to a decade. I probably need to rewatch that. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of uh, those that that doesn't get that doesn't get played on, uh, you know, how some movies get repeated a lot. Like uh, like the natural seems like it's always on TNT, you know, but you never see Field of Dreams. Um, I wonder. I don't catch it like midway through and be and then I'm like, okay, I have to watch the rest. I think your best chance is sometimes somehow the MLB network plays that. And and so uh, they'll they'll play it back, but um, and then Fox did a documentary on it, but it was uh, it was a really cool moment. And then in the game, face it looked beautiful. The cornfields looked awesome. Uh, you know, uh, just a stone's throw away was where the actual field that was in the movie was. And of course, the famous line, "If you build it, they will come. If you build it, he will come," or whatever it was. I think it's "They will come." And then in the, fi- the famous final scene where all the car lights, spoiler alert, all the car lights are uh, are coming in there. That game last night, Aaron, I believe there were eight home runs. <laughs> it, it was like nine, they finished like nine to eight in the, uh, the bottom of the ninth. It was a walk-off. The White Sox went down. I mean, Judge hit one. Was that the second inning that Judge just crushed one? Golly, I mean, I don't think the wall was that did not feel like a true major league fence because they just kept they kept launching balls out of that park. But the one judge hit and it was really cool watching judge walk in because he looked like he was having a good time. And it's always funny, Aaron, to look at him next to Brett Gardner. Gardner looks like he's about five, seven or five, eight. And, and judge is about six, seven. To see those guys kind of walk in together, oh my goodness, it was uh, it was fun. But uh, good night for Major League Baseball, and uh, I, uh, Aaron, I think that uh, you could not have scripted that thing any better. I mean, it just and and I, hopefully they'll continue to do this and they'll make this an annual deal. But I, I'm sure, Aaron, there was somebody. There were somebody in those organizations, probably even some players, that were like, "We're going to do what? Okay, now we got to break off away from whatever road trip or homestand we were on, and we got to go out to Iowa. We got to go out to some cornfield in Iowa." <laughs> Aaron, do you know where that is? Like, how far is that from Ames? Is that like an hour? I just feel like everything's either out there, pretty close to Iowa City or, or Ames. Um, or, and have you ever, Aaron, in your tr- in your extensive travels, have you ever seen the Field of Dreams? 
I have not. I uh, haven't been fortunate enough to make that trip yet. It is on the list, but I haven't been up there yet. All right, Texas, if you have, love to hear from our folks. The uh, CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. If you've ever been out there, and uh, we might even have you call in, give us a little first-person account. But uh, right now, we do need to get ready because a Hall of Famer is coming on with us, the newest member of the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame. It is Chuck Morgan joins us next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another quiet night in store for Central Texas with increasing cloud cover and a low of around 77 degrees. Rain stays out of the forecast until tomorrow afternoon where we have about a 40% chance for scattered showers and storms. Tomorrow's high will be near 96 degrees with most of sunny skies in the morning before that rain starts to move in in the afternoon. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Be Kylie at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. Well, I want to talk to you about Waco's leading private club, the Baylor Club. Since 2014, the epicenter of Waco civic, social, and business communities. I was there the other night, had a great event, have some new members, still have some exciting membership packages. Uh, the uh, Discover the Private Club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including lunch and dinner, Dining options in a choice of casual or formal atmosphere. The Anytime Bar and Grill, where members can dine and enjoy relaxed business and social gatherings. Also, uh, outdoor patio overlooking the football field. Love that. Love the panoramic views of the Baylor campus in downtown Waco. The Brazos River, the beautiful Brazos River. Host your function uh, in the Baylor Club. And uh, you can also have business meetings there. Folks meet. I saw some folks meeting the other day. They do an incredible job, plus special offerings at more than 1,000 hotels, resorts, and entertainment venues when you join because of that Club Core network. Okay, call the Baylor Club today and inquire about the membership, 254-710-8080, to make the Baylor Club your home away from home at 254-710-8080. 
Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. In the NFL, New England Patriots beat the Washington football team 22-13 last night, and Pittsburgh won their second preseason game of the season 24-16 over Philadelphia. Tonight in the NFL, Tennessee is at Atlanta, Buffalo is at Detroit, both kickoffs at 6 o'clock. And the Dallas Cowboys are at Arizona for game two of their preseason, taking on the Cardinals. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 8 o'clock. The Field of Dreams game lived up to all the hype as the Chicago White Sox walk-off home run from Tim Anderson beat the Yankees 9-8 in the first ever Major League game in Iowa. Astros sweep the Rockies and start a series with the Angels tonight, 8.35 first pitch. And the Rangers start a series with the A's at home tonight, 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas now proud to be joined by the man you've heard the stadium voice for years of the Texas Rangers Chuck Morgan joins us and uh, Chuck congratulations I had to do you know I knew your um, your your microphone was already in the uh, the baseball hall of fame but now you're headed in Saturday night ceremony to the uh, Texas Rangers Hall of Fame, man, I'm I'm so uh, excited for you and congratulations, sir. Man, I, I appreciate it very much, and I appreciate the uh, opportunity to talk to you and everybody uh, in Central Texas. And uh, Texas means a lot to me, and uh, you know, and that uh, microphone being in Cooperstown, I, you know, I had a birthday back in March, and and my wife had kept asking me, "What do you want for your birthday?" And I told her for about two or three weeks oh i don't want anything i'm, I'm good and, and then it hit me i thought you know what i want to go to cooperstown and take a couple of my grandsons with me and see if they've taken care of that microphone so that's what we did for my birthday and that that is a huge honor and to have anything like that but this uh, to be uh, inducted into the rangers hall of fame uh, tomorrow along with adrian beltre is uh, that's uh, that's pretty special yeah, I would say so. And you're so used to like sort of conducting, and you've been the MC at events. Is that will it be a little strange for somebody to be having to <laughs> introduce you, and you're the guy who makes the speech? You've been on the other end a lot of times. Yeah, and it's it, what's what's really funny is most of these, in fact, all of these Rangers Hall of Fame ceremonies. I usually write the entire script. I, I do the <laughs> run of show. And it's been a little uh, Twilight Zone-ish uh, to be writing a script that you're actually participating in. But, uh, oh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, 
you know, I'll tr- I'll try to make it through the ceremony best I can. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many things that I I I just wonder when you uh, when you got the news and boy, this came out I think in June and and then for whatever reason this weekend was the one when you um, when when you were told that. I mean, what I bet you just have uh, so many incredible memories. Well, who do you um, and when you're going in on on uh, you know other than your family, of course. Uh, but who do you, who do you think of the most uh, when you think back over all these years? And by the way, three thousand, you hit like the same kind of streak that um, Adrian Beltre, who's going in with you, hit three thousand consecutive games that you've done. Um, I don't know if they're going to stop a game <laughs> like they did for him, Chuck, <laughs> to, to honor that. But uh, what's the what are the one or two memories? And I'm sure a lot come flooding back. But what are the what are the things you think you'll be thinking about the most when you're out there Saturday night? You know, the, the number one thing, Matt, are the fans and the way the fans have responded to me over the years from the, my very first uh, uh, games here in Arlington, uh, the way the fans responded to my announcing and the way they accepted me. And, and uh, you know, uh, I'm going to tell them tomorrow night that I, when I first came here, I never expected to spend the next 40 years of my life in the greatest place in the world to live, Texas. So I'm going to think, I'm going to think of the fans because of the way they responded to me. But then uh, there's so many other players and moments that, uh, you know, and, and Nolan Ryan comes to, to mind right away because not only did he give uh, us some great moments as a player, he came back here and was his leadership helped us get to the World Series a couple of times. And then Nolan and I have been all over Texas talking baseball. In fact, we've been with through Waco several times uh, mm-hmm. doing what Nolan calls our dog and pony show. And that's where I ask him a few <laughs> questions. And once you've done that, you can get about a, a good hour, hour and a half out of him in, in front of a dinner audience or something. So it's it's stuff like that. And then last night I did a, another Q and A with with Pudge Rodriguez uh, for uh, some of our season ticket holders. So uh, just things like that. But the, the biggest thing is the fans and the way they they responded to me. Yeah, talking to Chuck Morgan, who's going in the Rangers Hall of Fame on uh, Saturday night. It's going to be a great occasion. People think about all the things you've brought. The dot race comes up. Uh, the natural. Um, I was reading about the uh, – I know you've told us this story before, but people people uh, love to hear it. Uh, you're, I mean, uh, people still see The Natural. It's one of those movies you always stop down and watch. I, I, at the time, the first time you played that, Chuck, did you kind of think, well, we'll do that, you know, once or twice, or that'll be interesting? I mean, like, when did – and I think maybe Palmero had something to do with it, but when did – it really, really stick, and you thought, okay, we're going to be doing this for the next 20 or 30 years. You know, Matt, I think it was the, the move into the ballpark uh, in Arlington and the, the, the architecture of that ballpark, the, the old-time baseball feel that it had, and it just, you know, it just seemed like the natural uh, felt perfect inside that, that ballpark, and I, that's that's probably when it took off uh, at its best and it's it's really worked and it still does and you know I've had players as, as you know Hunter Pence told me and uh, when he played for us in in 19 that he thought the hitting a home run in Arlington was the greatest thing in the world with the, the, the with the natural music and the fireworks going off and 
So it, I, th- I think in the uh, the first year of uh, the ballpark in Arlington is when that, that took off. Did you um, – I think I was reading, did you turn the, the, the gig down at first when you were out there in Nashville? And boy, you were uh, coming up the circuit, a big-time – Big time uh, DJ, the whole thing. Did you did, did you initially turn this opportunity down? Yeah, I did. In fact, to the guy that I turned down, and then and ultimately I accepted the job as coming in here uh, 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 Saturday for the ceremony. Uh, Larry Schmidto used to coach baseball at Vanderbilt, and he started up the Nashville Sounds. But you know, man, I had so many things going on, and it, and uh, you know, my career was really taking off and. I had a network uh, radio show. Uh, I always tell everybody I was I was up against Larry King at night. He talked politics and I talked hillbillies. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, and I had just won the uh, CMA award, and I uh, just started making a few appearances on E Hall, and and uh, just a lot of lot of great stuff happening, and. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I talked to a lot of people that I knew in Nashville, and one of those was uh, Ed Bruce and his wife, Patsy. Ed wrote a song called Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. And he, he told me, uh, he said, you know, Chuck, if I give you a little advice, you know, uh, I love you, and I wish you'd stay in Nashville, but I'm going to tell you, there's nothing worse than an old burned-out disc jockey. So I got to thinking about that <laughs> and thought, okay, what am I going to be doing when I'm 60 years old? And, uh, am I still going to be playing records or what? But I eventually uh, told Larry uh, Schmidto that I would uh, make the move, and I, I haven't looked back. I've had such a, a wonderful career, wonderful life that, uh, uh, that you know, I had – that was a, a great – Great opportunities that I had in Nashville, but uh, being a part of a big league baseball team's really been really been great. Yeah, I would say so. It's uh, it's uh, you've you've uh, uh, you've stayed here for many many years. Talking to Chuck Morgan, Stadium Voice, uh, PA man. You see him at, at Texas PA man on his Twitter, and you can follow him on there. I have to ask you, as a kid who. Uh, did enjoy hee-haw. I mean, I grew up in Kaufman County, Texas, okay? We enjoyed hee-haw a little bit. Uh, did you get to meet Roy Clark and Minnie Pearl? And I mean, like, did you know all those folks? from? I mean, I know you were at the Grand Ole Opry and all those places. Did you cross uh, paths with, with some of those people? Yeah, I knew uh, I knew Minnie Pearl from the time uh, mid-'70s on when I was working at the Grand Ole Opry, so – I'd known her, and then I first met Roy Clark. Uh, forget what record he might have brought by, but I'd met him before I appeared on Hee Haw. But, you know, Hee Haw happened just as a matter-of-fact type thing. You know, a couple of times a year back in those days, Hee Haw would tape uh, in, in June and October every year, and the producer was a guy named Sam Lovello. As it turns out, had a baseball connection. His son, Tori Lovello, is the manager of the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. But uh, one night and, and twice a year, we'd take a whole week and we'd dedicate it to Hee Haw. And Sam would come over and he'd bring some of the guest stars of Hee Haw over. And we would uh, talk Hee Haw for a week in June and a week in October. And one night he just he looked at me and said, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to get you over in the cornfield. And the next thing I, I know, the next couple of days, I was in the cornfield with my overalls on with standing with Roy Clark, Buck Owens and uh, George Goober Lindsay. So uh, uh, again, it was just being in the right place at the right time and uh, read the cute cards and told a couple of uh, some of the best comedy ever. 
I mean, the cornfields, that kind of reminds me of what we saw last night at the Field of Dreams. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't think anything Saturday night, you won't have any players walking out of the cornfields, but that was uh, that was something. I kind of want you, though, to be like, uh, I want you to drink in that moment, Chuck, like kind of like uh, uh, Costner did. And maybe just have a have a baseball kind of wander around in the outfield. <laughs> I, I, could, I, I, I think you should milk this thing for all it's worth. Man, you have earned it. Those are a lot of nights you have spent out there. Uh, and even last year, how you know, the, the weird pandemic year where a lot of the year you were out there announcing names with no fans in the stands. Again, that has to rank as one of the weirdest things. By the way, has any opposing player – did you ever, did you ever, I mean, you're so good at, you probably study every name and make sure you have everybody's uh, information down right. Did you ever mess one up and have any opposing player or maybe even a Rangers player uh, uh, get mad at you? No, I, 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 you know, when, when you're at the major league level, I think it's, it's real important. I think the, the best thing that, that it's not just me, all of us do the same thing you know, nowadays they have these great uh, printouts of names and how to say them. But back in those days, you know, I would either go to Eric Nadell or Mark Holtz or even the uh, a lot of the visiting announcers if, if there was one I wasn't sure of to make sure that everybody was on the same page. How are we saying this one? And uh, uh, and you, when you do when you do that, it you know it limits that opportunity where you could screw something up like that. But no, that's, uh, I, I learned that a long time ago to make sure that uh, we were all on the same page on how we were going to say a name. Okay. I, I think I was imagining you going straight from Hee Haw to, like, saying a <laughs> Japanese name or something. <laughs> Doing that. Well, listen, um, we, uh, the folks of Central Texas, of course, always making the drive up there from Waco, Austin, uh, all the areas, the surrounding areas, Pflugerville up that direction, and uh, Mejia. And so they, everybody is uh, in our listening audience, and we're a longtime Rangers affiliate, is so excited about this. And so congratulations, and uh, I hope you get about another 3,000 uh, consecutive games, you know, in you. Do not, do not of, let – That's a lot yeah, of don't years. Let, <laughs> you still – the thing about it is, Chuck, you, you do not age very much. You still, to me, look about like you did 20 years ago. So – uh, congratulations and, and have a have a lot of fun uh, tomorrow night. I, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate the time, and uh, you're right. We get a lot of folks. I, I get to shake hands and talk to a lot of uh, fans from down in that part of the country, and it, it's always an honor to have them here. But uh, I appreciate it very much, and uh, we'll have some fun tomorrow night. I know you will. There he goes, Chuck Morgan, the uh, the PA voice uh, for the Texas Rangers, going into the Texas Rangers. Hall of Fame. Chuck's been a good friend for a lot of years and uh, just a really good person. And it is funny to imagine he he was quite the uh, up-and-coming Nashville DJ back in the day and, and Grand Ole Opry and has that uh, unbelievable voice. But uh, he decided to lend that voice to the Texas Rangers and has uh, done that and uh, remains very close to the the uh, Ryan family, and, and uh, so anyway, means a lot to the Texas Rangers, means a lot to Rangers fans. Great to have uh, Chuck Morgan on with us. All right, let's, um, let's uh, continue an interesting day, and uh, we're going to have John Mashoda, who is the beat writer for The Athletic, 
covers the Cowboys, and I'm going to grill John on what all he learned out there in Oxnard, California, as the Cowboys get ready to play tonight. They get another preseason game against Arizona. We talk next. Recently on Game Time. All right, let's bring in our buddy Robert Flores from MLB Network. It certainly created quite a bit of buzz, not only in Major League Baseball, but really, I think, across all sports and really uh, all sports fans as well. So this is a really unique event. I hope they continue it. I think they're, I think the Cubs are already set to play next year. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to Press, kids power wheel races and much much more gates open at six show starts at seven both nights it's the mclennan county mud fest august 20th and 21st at the Riesel lions club fairgrounds buy your tickets at the gate twenty dollars for adults ten dollars for kids ages five to twelve and four and under or free event is byob with a ten dollar cooler charge hands only please limited seating is available so bring a lawn chair special thanks to rdo equipment small boy trucking and united Rules. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. In the NFL, New England Patriots beat the Washington football team 22-13 last night, and Pittsburgh won their second preseason game of the season 24-16 over Philadelphia. Tonight in the NFL, Tennessee is at Atlanta, Buffalo is at Detroit, both kickoffs at 6 o'clock. And the Dallas Cowboys are at Arizona for game two of their preseason, taking on the Cardinals. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas with the pregame starting at 8 o'clock. The Field of Dreams game lived up to all the hype as the Chicago White Sox walk-off home run 
run from Tim Anderson beat the Yankees 9-8 in the first ever Major League game in Iowa. Astros sweep the Rockies and start a series with the Angels tonight, 835 first pitch. And the Rangers start a series with the A's at home tonight, 705 first pitch. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Good to have uh, Chuck Morgan on uh, going into the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame and uh, and then also Adrian Beltre. That'll happen tomorrow night. Uh, longtime friend of mine, John Mishota, now joining us uh, on ESPN Central Texas. And, John, I want to be uh, I want to be one of the first to welcome you home from a, uh, a long period of time there in Oxnard, California. How do you – did you – is there any part of you that, at least for maybe like 10 seconds, was just glad to feel a little heat just to kind of uh, take in, you know, 95 to 98? Or uh, or are you already missing the, the cool climbs of, uh, of Southern California? No, I'm missing it. It's funny you said, though, because uh, when my flight landed, it was pretty late at night, I don't know, like 11, 1130. And after I get my bag and those – those nice doors just open up a DFW. And even though it's like almost midnight, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Uh, I don't, I mean, I, I love being, I don't, you know, my, most of my family lives up in Michigan. So it's like, you know, for guys like, you know, Todd Archer and some, you know, David Moore, they're, they're, they want to get home to the family and stuff like that. Like I'm not really, they can stay in California for another month and I'll be fine. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfor- unfortunately, you know what? All good things come to an end. So next year. You know, a place I've been meaning to go for years is Mackinac Island uh, in uh, in Michigan. Is that a uh, – did the Mishota family ever make the trip over to Mackinac Island? Is is that something that we should make a, a part of our summers in the future? Oh, absolutely, and especially – and it fits in nice with, with, the, uh, with Texas's weather because, you know, this is the time of the year when you want to go to Mackinac Island. You know, you don't want to really be going up there and uh, – november december this is this is when you need to go and and i know people that you know from down here or people i know from florida they'll go up there for that you know especially if you're big into golf all that northern michigan this is the time to go but uh you know that's three months out of the year where i think it's like really good to be up there so uh, i'll take the trade-off though for being down here not having to deal with the snow except for that winter storm this year and uh you know that's the one nice thing about also about that training camp is it breaks up the summer for me i really I've only had really one full true Texas summer uh, since I've lived down here. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how people ever made it down here before air conditioning. I somehow ended up – I was out in Franklin, uh, Michigan, outside of Detroit, in that Detroit Super Bowl. And I was in uh, – <laughs> it was snowing. You remember – you were probably in town for that oh, Super yeah. Bowl. And um, somehow I looked up and <laughs> wherever I was hanging out, they said, well, that our next-door neighbor over here, that's Dave Bing. And so, and Dave Bing, maybe he became a mayor or he was some kind of elected official around there. Obviously, a former, former, uh, very famous NBA player. But it was snow covered. I barely made it out there. Barely made it in for the game the next day. But there I was, John, out in Dave Bing's front yard, just kind of hanging out. <laughs> I mean, that that's what. And they're not going to get another Super Bowl. I mean, that was their NFL given one Super Bowl to everyone that got a new stadium. 
that's their one Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think they're going to be going back to Detroit in February anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, and, and not Dallas either. We screwed it up. We screwed it up with the weather ourselves. And then, uh, and then by the way, Birmingham, I think, is that little area where the uh, Rolling Stones were staying. You know, they were just just outside of town, outside of Detroit. I think it was called Birmingham. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, our travel log. As we talked to John Mishota, Cowboys expert. He's been out there for like 24 days with the Cowboys in Oxnard. He's seen a lot of these practices. Camp will now continue. John, don't let them tell you it's not camp. I think somebody tried that trick the other day, some NFL team. Did you see that? Was that the Texans or somebody? They tried to tell the media this is no longer camp. So you can only watch like 20 minutes of it. And I, I did say so. it, it was the Texans. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Don't let the Cowboys pull this over on you. Uh, you could still watch watch all these practices. But after having seen all these practices, we'll get to Dak in a minute. But because obviously that's a you know, it's a big story right now. We'll continue to monitor. But uh, what are the two or three things I enjoyed reading in the Athletic? All the your, your favorite quotes from all those three or four weeks out there. Fifty best quotes that came out of it. We've, we've now watched one episode of Hard Knocks. We've seen some interesting things with that, including Jerry salting up his McGriddle. Um, what are the two or three things, John, that, that uh, really stuck out to you uh, about, about this particular camp and, uh, that, and maybe some things that uh, might excite the Cowboys fans? Well, offensively, number one, no question, is C.D. Lamb. I mean, he, he reminds me of kind of what we used to see out there from – Des Bryant and where it was like every day you just felt like, you know, you just can count on Des making a big time play on somebody. And that's exactly how CD lamb was. And, 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 you know, with Dak's injury, a lot of that was being thrown to by Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci. And, and he was making just crazy plays. And I, and I, if it wasn't at least one, one or two, every practice, it seemed like it, it might even been more than that, but he unquestionably was, was the biggest story for the offense outside of Dak. Uh, and, and the shoulder strain. The other two things I'd say would be both on defense, and one would be Micah Parsons, and the other one would just be Dan Quinn. Micah Parsons, because it just seems like he is the type of guy, and, and we saw it in that Hall of Fame game. You know, did he do anything to really force that fumble? No, but he's just kind of in the right spot at the right time. We saw a lot of that out at camp because there would be some drills that they would they would be doing where. The defense wasn't, you know, tackling to the ground. They're just basically trying to get in, into position and, and make plays and stuff like that. And he was still finding a way to pick off passes and things like that, going at, you know, 90, 95%, not even full strength. So I went into camp thinking, eh, maybe M- Micah Parsons will flash here or there, but this is going to be a lot for him. He didn't even play college football last year. He took the whole season off. You know, this is a big jump for him, but it really didn't look like anything was too much for him. If anything, it's kind of like what was in hard knocks where it's like, you might have to guard against him doing too much out on the field and then possibly giving up a big play that way. But I, I just, when I watched Micah Parsons at that camp, the thing that I kept thinking about is I was like, this Cowboys team might have like literally lucked in to like a second great first round pick because there was no plan of taking CeeDee Lamb a year ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, you know, as the draft was unfolding, they didn't plan on it. Stephen Jones even said they never even had a mock draft scenario where CeeDee Lamb fell to them. But there he is, and now they get this receiver that should end up being one of the best in the league for a while. And then going into this year's draft, it was corner, corner, corner. They wanted J.C. Horn. They wanted Patrick Sertan. They're sitting there at 10. Both those guys are gone, and it's like, well, Micah Parsons is the next guy on the board. But I think we can still get him if we trade back a couple spots. So 
they if they really were like in love with Micah Parsons at ten, they just would have taken him there. But they still were willing to gamble a little bit. They end up getting him at twelve. And this guy legitimately looks like he'll be in the defensive rookie of the year category and could be the face of this defense for a long time going forward. And like and five minutes, ten minutes into the draft, there weren't any really serious plans of drafting him and they ended up with him. So it'll just be interesting if the future of the Cowboys is Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, and Micah Parsons because all of those picks kind of just fell to them where it was like, yeah, I guess we'll take this guy as the next guy, <laughs> next best guy on the board. Um, but then Dan Quinn, too. It just Things look so much more organized with Dan Quinn than we saw last year with Mike Nolan. Can we? Uh, do you like that Quinn kind of turns that cap around backwards, kind of uh, Romo-esque? It seems like a, <laughs> he's a little too old to do the cap backwards, but just kind of watching him up there in the – did you, you – you know, that hard knocks, and I know you documented everything about that hard knocks, <laughs> but didn't you kind of like how he was talking to Micah Parsons up there? And, and uh, are you – I mean – this language, you know, my sensitive uh, Baptist ears. The language on with the staff and this team. This is, I mean, you're from Detroit. You're from the mean streets. This language does not bother you, but it's, uh, it's getting to me a little bit. But this, but Dan Quinn does. That's interesting to me that they say. I never, you know, I, I interviewed Dan Quinn in the past. I never thought like, oh, Dan Quinn, swagger. This guy brings swag or whatever. But that's what everybody says about him. I mean, isn't that interesting? And, it, it, like, in some weird way, doesn't he almost seem – I'm not saying he seems more like a head coach of McCarthy. I'm just saying he's – but he, I, there is something to him. And I don't guess I totally had a full understanding of that before he arrived. No, you're, you're right about that. You know, that's one of those things when he gets done with his time at the podium, uh, which obviously isn't as many times as McCarthy goes, that – what you just said right there, like I'll just tell you, that's been that's been exchanged between myself and several other media members. Of wow, this guy really—you can just see like this guy clearly is a form like just the way he talks. Like it's very clear that he was a former head coach, and that that's the way he goes about his business. And in terms of the swagger and stuff like that, it, it's interesting to me because he does the backwards hat. He always wears a, a different pair of Air Jordans. Like he he seems like he's trying to be very relatable to the players. But from what I see out on the field, much better at training camp because we're closer than we are during OTAs and minicamp. But from what I saw on the field there, and then even some of the stuff they get you in the hard knock stuff, like he really isn't buddy-buddy with the guys. Like he like comes off as like that phone conversation with Micah Parsons. Like when Micah's trying to get in to play more snaps in that meaningless game against the Steelers, he's sitting there, and it sounds like a kid talking to their father to try and get like, Dad, can I just stay up for like 20 more minutes because I want to watch the rest of this show? And he's trying to be like, no, son, I told you, you were you were going to bed at 10. This is just how it's going to be. Like, he, he's not he, – like, there's even one point in there where he's talking to Micah in practice, and Micah kind of goes to give him like a fist pound because he thinks that that's what he's doing. And Dan Quinn is not doing that at all. Like, he just – you can just tell that, like, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm cool. Like, I'm relatable. You guys will get what I'm – but I'm, I'm in charge here. Like, I'm calling this defense, and we're going to do what I say. And and I kind of like that. It just it, it's been interesting to see it kind of evolve because we didn't get to see a lot of that last year from Mike Nolan just because of the lack of access. And so the only thing I really have to compare it to on an NFL level is just what we saw from from Rod Marinelli, and 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 he seems to be more like Marinelli uh, was. And and obviously they had some success on defense doing it that way. But my my, my other big takeaway about Quinn though is I just. I know we've said this for years, and but I think we're finally going to see a more multiple defense. I, I just 
I think he's I think he's got a lot of different guys like not just your starting 11. I think he's got a lot of different combinations with these J. Ron Curses and Keanu Neal's that are going to work their way in there and uh, Brent Urban on the defensive line that it's not going to be as much of the hey these guys are these are our starters they're going to play the majority. I think he's going to mix and match packages to try and make up for maybe their lack of of talent on defense with a little bit more disguising and and really anybody that's watched the Cowboys for over the last decade that has to be a welcome sign because Frankly, you know, under Marinelli, the pass rush was all coming from the front four. So if you get this guy that's going to start blitzing Micah Parsons more, blitzing Jalen Smith more, like trying to create the, these turnovers and things like that, I mean, no one should expect them to be some top 10 defense, but maybe it gets back to the middle of the pack and, and all of a sudden they're a respectable defense. Isn't that, that, I mean, that, you're right, though. I mean, if they get back to middle of the pack, this guy looks like a genius. I mean, I, I <laughs> it sounds like I'm trying to be funny, but. Like following Mike Nolan's like the greatest job ever, you know, like it was not fun to like follow Randy Galloway in radio because he was a legend. I, I would say showing up after Mike Nolan with the Cowboys might be one of the best gigs in the NFL. Oh, I, and I would agree with that, but I'll ask you this. Okay. So why I agree with what you said there, do you think it was, it, was, it would be difficult to follow Jason Garrett after he had you know, a decade and they couldn't get further. And I don't know, like if you pulled the fan base right now, like does the fan base think that Mike McCarthy gives them a better chance to go further than Jason Garrett when he was hired? I'm sure that they were saying that, but as we sit here right now, like I thought that was going to be a slam dunk to follow in that situation as a Super Bowl winning coach. And, and I just, I have just as many questions today as I did, you know, at the opening press conference. Yeah, you should have said that when he said something about his Charlie F around didn't doesn't work there anymore, and, and you should have said like I thought that was you. <laughs> I thought that was you, Coach McCarthy. Golly, high school Harry. I mean, think about that. That's like stuff like our parents or grandparents were saying like like forty or fifty years ago. Oh, that's just some high school Harry. That's what we used to say about people that never like left their hometowns. Well, well, okay. Uh, you're gonna roll on Austin Powers. Roll on an Austin Powers clip. I think that was like '97, '98, and there's something. I don't think Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons was born in '99. Like I don't know how much the Austin Powers hit home with these young players either. But God, just to see McCarthy out there, mojo moments. Golly, <laughs> Jay, you're right. This... Joking around, joking around, having a great time with it to the point where Dak's like, "Yeah, coach. Yep, mojo moment. Yeah." Yep. Uh-huh. Exactly. Nobody wants to be out there more than me. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just busting your balls. Just, just messing around. We're having fun here. We're having fun. <laughs> it's a strange. You're right. I, I don't. I still don't think if they win, if they start winning, everybody will feel b- better about him. And in uh, what they need to keep doing on his behalf is showing him raising that Lombardi all those years ago. Although we're getting farther and farther away from that. John, always fun. I'm glad you're back in town. Hope to see you soon. It's going to be a, a very, very interesting year. Uh, thanks for coming on. I uh, will talk to you soon. Sounds good, Matt. Anytime. You bet. There he goes, John Mashoda, uh, my colleague at Dallas Morning News and Fox Sports Southwest, and now he works for The Athletic and uh, covers the Cowboys, does a really nice job. All right, that is that's all we have for this week. Um, and uh, we've got to uh, – we'll be back with you Monday. We've got a lot of stuff lined up. Really fun to have Chuck Morgan uh, going into the Texas Rangers Hall of Fame. John Mashoda, Aaron Sexton did a really nice job today. Appreciate you, Aaron. Hope you have a great weekend. We will see everybody back 
on Monday at 3 o'clock. Good night. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with pay starting at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging at $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. An equal opportunity employer including disability and vet. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Hobbs Bonded Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or